Hi Pratik. Hello Revant. Uh, so yet again we have another guest with us today. Pratik, why don't you introduce the person? Yes. So we have Arjun with us, and uh, uh, we have known Arjun. At least I have known Arjun as the Madras Wala, and I just learned that he is in Trishur. And uh, I was he was he's just asking me before recording as to where I live in Madras, and I was trying to explain. my place and then i just remembered well i'm talking to madras wala so uh, a sh- uh, shout out at the starting to his podcast from where uh, we revant and i got to know him so it's called the madras wala podcast and we'll give a link to that so uh, so arjun here is uh, arjun narayanan and is he's a chennai based journalist and he's been writing a lot on classical music dance and cinema for more than a decade and he runs as i said the madras wala podcast which uh, you know which is a show on popular culture of the 80s and 90s so if you want to get nostalgic so please go ahead and listen to what he speaks there and uh, he has completed a research fellowship with the national film archives of india nfai and runs a storytelling initiative called simply stories chennai which aims to keep the tradition of oral storytelling alive in india so yes welcome to pravaha arjun Thank you so much, Pratik, for that introduction. Thank you, Rewan. Uh, I'm very excited to be on your show, and I have listened to some of your episodes, and uh, the depth into which you guys go is incredible. It's fantastic, and I hope there are many more episodes that will come in the future. Thank you, thank you so much. So, I guess I mean before even starting to talk on what and uh, and you know about the topic, and uh, when we both start quizzing you about about it. I think I should start with this rendition of the Nasadiya Sukta because it's so apt. So I'll just break into it. You know, Nasada si no sada si tadani im na si trajo no pyo ma paro yat. You know, just that. Why do I start with this? I mean, this is how the episodes of Bharat Ek Khod starts, and I think that itself is 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 very fascinating, and we'll get to that. So if you have to sum up Arjun Bharat Ek Khod to our to our listeners how would you do it well as a title suggests is uh, the discovery of india uh, the book that nehru wrote uh, during his uh, present term in the 40s and what's uh, different how bharate khoj is different from the discovery of india is the tv series also has uh, sham benegal's interpretation of the discovery of india and his own additions and deletions to suit the medium and it's a very beautifully compressed capsule form of indian history uh, the way nehru saw it and the way benegal has interpreted it three decades later right uh, so that 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 i think is very important it's it's been 40 years since nehru wrote this book i mean 3 30 40 years and then this thing comes up and that that kind of gives this uh, you know uh, way into how it differs from uh, discovery of india and i think you said there are some additions and deletions which we will we will talk about this 52 53 episode uh, you know uh, 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 series called bharat ek khoj uh, tell us about the you know preludes to this what led to the production of bharat ek khoj so in the 80s if you see uh, was a very bleak period for uh, hindi cinema the uh, the quality of films had gone down and Uh, with the television revolution coming in people were not really visiting cinema halls so fridays saturdays sundays the days of the week when uh, cinema halls would see huge footfalls uh, 
the counters were empty there was no one buying tickets even big t- uh, ticket films were not doing well that's because television was drawing people like never before you know post hamlok in 1983 uh, people discovered a new form of entertainment and uh, many great filmmakers of india from ramesh sippy ramanand sagar b r chopra uh, gulzar all of them were finding their way towards tv studios and they felt that television was a better medium to convey stories to narrate stories in a more relaxed pace this whole uh, stipulation of 2 and 1/2 hours was not there so you don't have to present a ramayan or mahabharat within 2 and 1/2 hours you can take your own time and pace to convey something and uh, middle class upper middle class even lower middle class india was lapping up this medium uh, so this is where uh, sham benegal decides to make bharat ek khoj now uh, A, a production with such a huge canvas would not have been possible on the big screen in cinema and television was indeed the best suited medium for that and if you see uh, benegal was uh, also the also spearheading parallel cinema movement uh, on the big screen and i think he took a break around this time to concentrate on television and he got the same actors with whom he worked on the big screen to bharat ek khoja aspect uh that, that's very interesting i mean uh, that this whole shift i think something like that is even happening now you know people are not buying in televisions but then they go like cable televisions per se they want to go in for netflix or something like that so i think this this transformation of media is is very interesting and uh, to go into the prelude to bharat ek khoj i think it's also important to speak about you know such long drawn series that were produced before bharat ek khoj so i mean and something that's popular even today like the ramanand sagar ramayan and the mahabharat so uh, do you think bharat ek khoj dry i mean derives from these uh, ramayan and mahabharats as well i mean uh, bharat ek khoj is very different from uh, the way sagar or chopra presented the epics um, so ramanand sagar primarily Uh, refers to the Ramcharitmanas and the Valmiki Ramayana. Uh, there are many other sources he refers to, but primarily based on the Ramcharitmanas and Valmiki Ramayana. And the devotional quotient of uh, Sagar's Ramayana is very, very high, which is why it appeals to a lot of people even today. You know, people who are invested in the epic in the devotional sense, uh, despite the uh, technical finesse uh, lacking in the series, today also. the series is doing well did very well two years back and it was aired on doordarshan because of that factor uh, mahabharat on the other hand is by and large based on the bandarkar oriental research institute version of the epic and there are some other uh, small variations uh, that were brought in by pandit narendra sharma and rahim mazum raza who were behind the scripting of the series so what sham benegal does it is first of all the epics are restricted to four episodes two episodes on ramayana and two episodes on mahabharat so that itself is a big difference uh, from the other two the, the Ram, mahabharat ran for almost two years and ramayana for one and a half years right. uh, that's a big difference secondly uh, nehru really doesn't dwell too much on ramayana he dwells more there are there's one chapter small chapter on mahabharat but uh, benegal decides to spend two episodes on ramayana and two episodes on mahabharat and mahabharat more so because nehru has elaborated on the bhagavad gita separately in the right. discovery of india so that also finds prominence in his episode on mahabharat 
and i noticed uh, while watching this episode on the episodes on uh, on mahabharat i don't think i've seen the ramayan episodes it's that it's it is i mean it's it's so uh, touching for a person for a person like me who's fascinated with history because it's like the characters went to a museum and wore the ornaments that are there in them right because that that's uh, if the mahabharat happened that's probably how it happened that is the kind of aesthetic that existed at that time you know it is like uh, right. uh, the painted graveyard culture came to life or something uh, so i but but i think the, the bigger question is i have is that sham penagal as you said who was uh, who was uh, spearheading basically almost right the parallel cinema movement with ankur manthan or what not all his great uh, masterpieces how you know what kind of homework do you think uh, he had to do to uh, get to write uh, to, to speak history right because it's 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 a genre that's that's that's, that's neither uh, untouched nor touched with great uh, care ever you know because that's that's one of the most contentious uh, fields in any uh, in any um, uh, in, in 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 any part of the world and moreover this being the national medium it's the government it's a state's uh, uh, medium right durdarshan so how does that politics also uh, affect the uh, the show so but let's i think you should first address the sham benegal part of the question yeah so the there is no doubt about the uh, dedication that the entire team has uh, invested uh, while making the series uh, it's very evident uh, around uh, 12 years back i interviewed salim arif who was the costume designer of bharat ek coach so he was the costume designer of bharat ek khoj and chanakya which was made by chandra prakash devedi so he was telling me the biggest challenge was that the era changes every two episodes and imagine every two episodes he has to update the costume what he made was redundant he has to go to a new set of costumes uh, it's like several period films thrown into one big project so that's how difficult it was to do the costume design of bharat ek khoj Uh, the set design i think uh, nitin desai uh, did the art direction of, of the series i'm not very sure so again when the era changes the set the uh, artifacts everything changes along with that and as you said uh, the, uh, the, there is considerable uh, attention being paid to the way characters are projected even if they don't really match the popular presentation of the characters i think he uh, they try to go by historical accuracy how much ever possible for instance uh, the scene where ram sita and lakshman go for vanvas uh, valmiki talks about them wearing valkal vastra basically barks of trees uh, we don't find that in popular depictions of uh, ram whether it is nt ramarao or arun govil uh, they are not shown wearing barks of trees but uh, in benegal's uh, ramayan in bharat ek khoj they wear something that looks like barks of trees not exactly that but something that looks like that uh, looks like valkal so that's one example about uh, how they try to stick to uh, certain uh, historical accuracies as shown by valmiki even though that's not how we popularly imagine them one thing i mean talking about these different uh, costumes and different uh, sets and your interview with uh, Salim Arif uh, what i wanted to also talk about was this 
yes it is very different and every two episodes it's changing uh, chronology is changing the, the culture is changing everything is changing but then there is this sense of syncretism that is that runs along i mean that's there from the discovery of india nehru script itself but i think how that has been introduced into uh, as raven said into this um, you know visualization of that you know to begin with as i as i started this whole episode with the nasadiya sukta a vedic mantra to go with visuals of the buddha right and then uh, who was a person who opposed the 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 vedic fold and then you end with just uh, and the selection of the hymns itself i mean start, everything is just questioning it never answers i mean the, the, the every episode ends with kasmai devaya havisha vidhema to which deity do we offer all these oblations and things like that so i think all of that is is playing into very, i think it plays very subtly into all of this and uh, this kind of you know uh, a sense of say uh, anachronism if i may you know to say like this episode on silapadigaram for example because i watched it because silambu has been one of my favorite literatures in tamil being a uh, being a student of tamil literature so uh, you know you'll have these shublab in devanagari written in the walls of uh, kannagi's house for example right and in the streets of pumbukhar so today maybe uh, we can say that oh it's a misrepresentation it's, it's anachronism or you know it's even an north indian appropriation of what would be indigenous tamil culture or something like that maybe i don't know maybe i'm just giving uh, the, the, you know cues to people who can accuse things like that but i say it as you know uh, trying to talk to people saying that you know hey these things are not very far from you uh, these these cultures belong to you kind of a kind of a thing and also this another syncretism that you know uh, you have these visuals of tanjavur patadakkal madurai kailashanatha mahabalipuram very very dravidian temples and you have this dagarsab i think breaking into this drupad uh, with a very uh, you know pakavaj and this hindustani drupad so i think these syncretism subtly play into the narrative of uh, bharate khoj and uh, i would love to get your you know thing on that yes definitely that uh... that is there and some of it is deliberate as well uh, for instance there is no men- there isn't much mention of selapadikaram uh, and the cultures da- dynasties down south in discovery of india it is something that shambhanegal felt should be there in the series and he got champa lakshmi to work on those episodes and uh, i mean so the episode on selapadikaram i beautifully portrayed by pallavi joshi who plays kannagi in that uh, i'm a huge fan of pallavi joshi and she is enacted many characters in this series as well so there are, i think there are two episodes on the cholas there is one on the sangam two episodes on the sangam era and these were included because sham benegal felt that the history of india would not be complete without including these despite that there are lot of omissions i guess because of uh, i mean i don't know why it happened maybe doordarshan was very stingy while giving out episodes to filmmakers at that time you, you really had to literally sit there and beg and uh cajole them to get more episodes uh i don't know if that is the reason or maybe he felt he, ca- he didn't want to stray away too far from the book so there is nothing about say the cheras or the pallavas uh, the ahoms uh some i think you, maybe he could it was difficult to put everything together in one place but some uh, thoughtful additions definitely were there as you said uh i have a <clears throat> i mean i just i think we we are somewhat somewhat skirting the question but let me just put it out there now the difference between let's say a history book i mean india has had a lot of you know 
master uh, full history is already written for it by that point right but what makes nehru nehru's work different from the other books is that for example, is that basically i mean you know you know naturally is that there's no citations to nehru there there are no citations in discovery of india and that's because it's not an academic history it's a it's a um, it's an aesthetic take on indian history right not just history but it's a civilization rather he sees it less as a because there is a he breaks for pages and pages into the philosophical traditions of india which is which is which is a cross temporal it's not really about one period in the past so what what discovery of india really is is what uh, india means to him and how he uh, envisages india you know the future of india as well so there is essentially uh, it's a, it's essentially a take on the civilization with with the notion that there is a spirit to it so do you think uh, yes the text the show also has a spirit and way through what mean means was the spirit uh, churned or, or portrayed on screen yeah so with the very first episode i think it's called bharat mata ki jai the first uh, the name of the first episode uh, so there is the roshan seth playing nehru and there are people who are shouting the uh, slogan uh, bharat mata ki jai the freedom fighters and he asks one of them uh, who do you know who is uh, bharat mata so he says ye dharti you know this is our mother he says uh, india is not just the earth it is much more than the earth the rivers and the mountains put together and then he moves to the soul of the country and he says that is the mother we are talking about and that is the pretext they set uh, for telling the story of india so uh, that syncretism uh, this, this the trying to get the soul of the country which is pra- uh, in the, there is the external uh, elements of this country is changing through centuries and millennia but there is something that is intact that is carrying things forward uh, and that th- invisible thread uh come beautifully comes through in the narrative of benegal in your podcast arjun uh, on this uh, bharat ek coach you include roshan seth as nehru speaking on say kalidasa and and these poets and kings and things like that so i mean uh, today uh, there is this i mean in popular narrative at least there is this you know uh, um <clears throat> there's this uh, opinion that this nehruvian thought of indian history ignores um, uh, indigenous and uh, quote unquote indigenous contributions to indian culture and i think uh, even a popular narrative version of bharat ek khoj as a tv series has not ignored that and i think it that plays a major part in that um, and do you think another screening would be possible uh, would it happen i mean it's all hypothetical and if so would can it serve as an antidote to this narrative that that the neruvian thought has not given much uh, importance to uh, indigenous indian contributions to its culture yeah so nehru has been very appreciative of uh, the indian thought process some uh, again it is his point for instance ramayana is for him more of a uh, an aryan invasion of the southern culture that's how he sees it but he is very appreciative of the bhagavad gita for instance so as you said it is his take on india and its civilization uh, you re- he i don't think he is even claiming uh, this to be an academic work as you said there are no citations in it uh he is very appreciative of uh, low indigenous traditions he is understood it to a great extent while he is talking about it in his own way uh he has 
he's educated abroad, but he has spent a lot of years in India working with people. It's a mix of a lot of things. And definitely the way you see it and the way he sees it will be different because he's coming from a particular period of time in history. And I think uh, as a generation, the, the, there will be a difference in the way we look at things as well, isn't it? Uh, which is, which uh, and some amount of that correction is done by Benegal when he is uh, presenting that history of Nehru uh, and presenting the history of India through the lens of Nehru. And Bharate Koj, Discovery of India, definitely does show that uh, he is appreciative of uh, the indigenous traditions of India and there is a lot he speaks about it. Maybe not in great detail. There are uh, chapters which he dwells in greater detail, some not so much, but definitely he is aware of it and he acknowledges the contribution of those uh, sources. Right. Uh, so that, that leads me to the next point. I mean, today we see this, I mean, uh, uh, blanket uh, opposition to anything from the Nehruvian uh, thought and this thing. So, uh, during its own life and times of, I mean, uh, screening and things like that, uh, of course, uh, in the, it is the 1980s and you have all these factions. It's not just, uh, you know, the Congress anymore. So, uh, was there, uh, were there uh, oppositions to this, uh, uh, to the screening or the, the, the portrayal or things like that and using the state television as the medium for this and it, it yeah yeah so Benegal did not really have to fight hard for this because this was um, uh, this was I think an initiative that the INB ministry itself wanted to happen because uh, uh, there was a uh, the centenary of Nehru or something was being celebrated uh, around that time and Bharate Koj was uh, Government of India's way of celebrating the legacy of Nehru. So, uh, Benegal had it easy in, in the sense that there was already uh, a Congress government in power, uh, which was sanctioning the project. So, that was something that worked into his uh, work advantageously for him. Uh, Bharat Ekhoj didn't face many problems. The, pro- the programs that actually faced problems was one Ramayan and the second was Bhisham Sahani's Tamas. These two face some issues on ground, uh, some bureaucratic problems, all that happened. But Bharat Ekhoj was, uh, from, from from whatever I know, it really didn't face many problems. And the thing is, that the quality of production is so good, it's so well made that uh, regardless of which party has been in power since then, uh, they have added several times on Doordarshan. In 2020 also, in between Jan and Feb, uh, Bharat Ekhoj was aired on DD Bharti for two months. Uh, before the lockdown, that is. Uh, I, so actually, I listened to you. I, I, I mean, wanna, I should say at this point that one of the inspirations for my for uh, my starting this podcast with Pratik was your podcast because it is just so well made. And uh, and another, I mean, I'm not going to reveal the name of the podcast, uh, but you were also, I think, you were involved with another podcast, and I was a little disappointed with the quality of that. So. I thought we should do something good, but uh, that's just that's just, as just an aside. Uh, but in your uh, podcast, you mentioned uh, how uh, sensitive the audiences must have been to ta- to stomach a show like this, because some of uh, some of the, um, for example, I mean, you know, uh, the portrayal of these epics, for example, goes against how uh, popular popular perceptions, right? Likewise, right. some very imp- some very key historical episodes 
they are historical and that is and that is quite uh, you know um, uh, counters is 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 is, is, is traveling in a counter current to what's uh, what is believed what is popular mythology historical mythology of people and uh, and i think it's 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 it's, it's just it somewhat baffles us uh, the fact that this this where this went without much interruption uh, so how do you see that like i mean do you uh, what are some episodes like that and also do you think uh, and i think that's what pratik also is asking how uh, do you do you think it's pe- possible for people to still see that way when it was there of course when it's aired in durdarshan there's not you know it's it's already an old old show and we don't really know how many people are watching it but let's say in an active medium like youtube uh how do you think uh that could go today yeah uh, thank you so much revan for uh, saying that about uh, i'm i'm glad if you uh, really like the episodes on madraswala uh secondly coming to the uh, the historical accuracy of the show and uh, so he uh, benegal definitely had a set of historians and even when it was aired uh, there was this uh, accusation that it's primarily showing uh, a leftist view of history is uh, what many people said at that time and the uh, 80s was also a very volatile time in india you know there were communal riots punjab was burning at that time it would definitely not have been an easy time to uh, show everything as is uh, so there are a lot of omissions that uh, benegal does make especially when it comes to showing the medieval history uh, the 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 gore and the blood bath and all is not shown because uh, the times were volatile as well uh, there are uh, for instance the po- in the episode on ashoka uh, it goes with the popular narrative of ashoka having completely transformed after the kalinga war whereas uh, uh, historical texts do say that you know there, there was some violent streak left in him even after the war though he completely mellowed down to a great de- degree um, it's not like it's not as cinematic as we often see it uh, on the screen uh, so similarly in other episodes also i think the, he had to water down certain events to uh, suit the sensibilities of television because it's a mass medium it's a family audience uh, keeping that in mind definitely some events were watered down it's not like he could portray exactly what happened and i don't know if he would have done it differently had it been a film where you know an adult certification would have been possible and um, you know he could be more nuanced in portraying certain things um, that is something maybe we should ask him uh, how differently he would have made it had this been shown on cinema i i was also very impressed when i watched i mean you you particularly mentioned the shivaji episode in your podcast so i went and watched yes. that exactly and uh, and i was i was i was, I was uh, seriously impressed by uh, you know some of the you know the 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 build up to shivaji's becoming chatrapati because today i mean i i i live in pune right now which is the center of uh, shivaji not admiration i would say yes. worship right yes. and uh, it is almost inconceivable to uh, to go tell somebody that this it, it was uh, what it just began as a small uh, state in the western ghats uh, right and 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 in the middle of a tussle over zamindari rights over taxing rights uh, and tax collection rights with the mughal empire, mughal empire and that's exactly what happens in the show right he he's he's uh, he's uh, with aurangzeb and is and is uh, basically bargaining for how many how much right how many rights uh, he can enjoy shivaji how many rights shivaji can enjoy 
and and the fact that his son and he are put in the same position and that's uh, and but that's but that's a really uh, hard fact to stomach given the mythology around shivaji or even the or in even the entire episode of <coughs> uh, brahmins refusing to coronate him uh, so yeah uh, and uh, and as you said uh, as you rightly pointed out that 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 that, that was that, that that could easily have been a very explosive uh, point but it probably was not i don't know i mean you should probably correct me there but today i i i watched when i was watching this on youtube and if you, when you looked at the comments there was it was just filled with hate saying this is shivaji is not a lamb he's a tiger how can you portray him this way he never asks anybody anything he just go get, goes and gets what he wants he is the greatest ruler of india and all of that stuff okay i mean uh, right, right. so 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 i mean the fact that uh, media has been democratized uh, it bharat coach is an instance of the the costs of, of the price we have to pay for that kind of uh, uh, you know uh, opening up of uh, media spaces so yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do you know of episode do you know of any kind of backlash or or uh, yeah what what what, do you, what what history do we have of audience viewership of bharat yeah. coach so as a like you rightly said today we, uh, you know what everyone is thinking because it's there on the net right so we really don't know what uh, an average man on the street thought when he saw these episodes uh, on television because there was no way they could express uh, or make their uh, opinion known uh, apart from say a few letters to editor or if it was really strong opinion then they would have organized a morcha or something and some newspaper of that time should have covered it for us to know today whether it really happened or not so uh, there are many things that stop us from uh, completely knowing the truth of that time but uh, i do feel that to, i mean we all agree that today uh, whether you belong to the right or left or whichever section uh, we do uh, flip very easily uh, we get offended very quickly so showing anything has become almost impossible and which is why whatever historicals you have on tv are more like fantasies uh, they just go on like soap operas with uh, with no end in sight and historical historical accuracy is something that's buried that's lying deeply buried somewhere you i don't think television can come up with a work like this anymore uh, not just because it'll offend sensibilities but mainly because uh, the format of television has changed you can't just uh, stick to facts you need to really fantasy create a fantasy around it for people to buy it and um, second thing is over a period of time um, people uh, do uh, so, some uh, some heroes become gods over time isn't it uh, for instance uh, in the episode uh, the story of prithviraj chauhan nehru spends uh, around two paragraphs on it if i am right if i remember correctly but there's an entire episode dedicated to prithviraj chauhan in bharate khoj uh, nehru shows that he was killed uh, in the in his book in discovery of india but sham benegal goes by the uh, poem prithviraj rasu of chandvardai and he shows how prithviraj chauhan was imprisoned but uh, he was able to shoot shoot and shabd bhedi baan and kill his opponent and come back successfully so uh, he goes by uh, what is a popular ballad of that time so uh, somewhere i think this uh, respecting the mass mentality has also been done there is i think uh, quite a balancing act he's tried to do uh, while making the series as well uh, 
and I, I guess I mean your forte is in unearthing the production history so probably you could break into that you know what you've done also in your uh, in your podcast which is the actors uh, direction what were some challenges over there music uh, lyrics everything so uh, probably if 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 you if we should we should speak a little more about that as well because that is the actual media element of history yeah so uh, benegal uh, has used some beautiful literary devices to convey the stories it's not just the usual dramatization isn't it for instance uh, while showing the episodes on mahabharat he uses uh, tejan bai the popular pandavani artist uh, as uh, as a sutradhara of the episode she narrates the story of mahabharat of draupadi chirharan in her inimitable style and when they show uh, the killing of dushasan bai bhim um, benegal uh, sh- showcases the same episode from kathakali so there is not just uh, a portrayal of india's history or india's epics we are we are the audience is also exposed to several art forms of the country the folk arts the classical arts uh, it's not just a cinematic exercise he is also trying to introduce us to the rich artistic traditions of the country as he is narrating these stories uh another my favorite episode uh, like pratik you know said up his favorite was the sangam era uh, my favorite was the episode on kalidas there were two episodes on kalidas and beautiful the music the 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 method used to portray his life because there are very few materials available to understand what kalidas's personal life was like so benegal goes by the play ashad ka ek din written by mohan rakesh uh, i have read this play several times and i love the uh, romanticism in this play and that really works in portraying the life of kalidas who perhaps himself uh, was uh, a very romantic person at heart uh, we don't know at least from his works we can imagine him to be a very romantic person so what ashad ka ek din does is using the works of kalidas it tries to create a back story of the writer saying what would have led him to write this work how what what kind of pain did he undergo to write meghadutam what kind of romance played out in his life to write abhignana shakuntalam so it is a very interesting uh, uh, interpretation by mohan rakesh it was published sometime in the 1950s and he uses that to showcase the episode on kalidas uh, in, again in mahabharat the going a little away from the portrayal of duryodhan by vyasa benegal relies on the on the sanskrit drama urubhangam where which has duryodhan as a central character now in urubhangam uh, he is shown to be penitent by the end of the war his uh, thigh has been smashed by bhima he is lying on the battlefield uh, in vyasa's uh, mahabharata you find that he is actually plotting the next he is telling ashwathama go and kill the pandavas i appoint you the senapati but in urubhangam he feels you no know, so much damage has already been done i should not have done this and he tries to look at things from his point of view and he tells his son to respect uh, the pandavas like their father and draupadi like their mother uh, it's a very different portrayal of duryodhan and that's what he goes by uh, the when gandhari curses uh, krishna again he resorts to some theatrical tech, some popular place in hindi literature so 
he's a very aware director and he has a team that is very aware of uh, modern literature and more art, art forms uh, which are so beautifully and effectively used while portraying these stories and uh, that also reminds me of the episode on i think bhakti uh, i can't remember the name of the episode but uh, yes. you have uh, upper in it and right before uh, you have this episode with uh, upper's interaction with uh, i think mahendra varman and in that same episode you have the entire staging of the matha vilas vilas prahasana uh, the play the prahasana uh, which i mean which is just fantastic i mean to think about right because this is uh, prime you know this is uh, mainstream television and you have a staging of a sanskrit play uh, a very uh, let's say niche play on uh, yes. so yes. that that it's it's just interesting how they strung uh, different things together and there uh, were no subtitles in that episode if i'm right uh, you know it was just uh, at least when it was aired on television there was nothing but pe- yeah. pe- people could uh, piece the words together and try to understand what was happening uh, yeah. it was very interesting and bold uh, to yeah. do that yeah 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 um and uh, who are your i think of course ompuri is the biggest star of the yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, of the of the whole show but which performance do you think stand stand apart i mean the 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 who's who of india's acting talent is present in this uh, series isn't it uh, it helps that they all come with a very rich uh, experience and training in the national school of drama in the film institute pune uh, they come with uh, so much knowledge uh, where, that they bring to the table and uh, ompuri uh, ompuri definitely stands out because uh, he is not only a popular film actor so when i saw bharate coach it was film actor ompuri is acting in a tv serial it was a big deal for me when i saw it uh, but today when i look back there are so many greats irfan khan is there ila arun is there ravi jankal pallavi joshi uh, salim ghaus so many and they have portrayed multiple characters it's not just one uh, character that they are portrayed and you really like them they are very convincing in all the roles that they have played they may or may not uh, fit our uh, fit into our imagination as the for as you said you didn't want to watch uh, the episode of krishna devaraya because nt ramarao is there in your popular uh, imagination as nt ramarao similarly ompuri really did not fit in as duryodhan in my head even though he was fantastic in his portrayal uh, in my head puneet tisar in br chopra's mahabharat was so good uh, as duryodhan that he is there in my head uh, in that character similarly nitesh bharadwaj is krishna even though some actor might give his 100% to the character nitesh bharadwaj as krishna kind of is established in my head but the actors uh, were very well trained the, the, the advantage of getting theater actors into this is that there were many long scenes uh, if you see there are very few cuts um, so ompuri in an interview had said that the dialogues ran into several pages they were, because there would not be any cut there would be just one long take and that's not just because it was more or less shambhanigal style of shooting it's because there was very little time you had to wrap up things very quickly for the before Uh, the next episode was ready so with each episode of uh, around uh, 45 minutes uh, th- there was a lot to be shot and uh, shooting a period film was enemy not easy so ompuri has said how they would work the entire day he would go back home and 
till 11 or 12 in the night he would rehearse the lines for the next day next day early in the morning he would again report on the set uh, shoot the and the shooting would continue for for the rest of the episode so it was it would have been a very taxing schedule for the for the actors who portrayed multiple characters in it and i and uh, and i think it adds the the it's made much more difficult by the because of the fact that it's very biography based as against a history book you know or or even a period film which is more drama based right like there is it's mostly the episodes Correct. that really matter in a in a historical film yeah. especially period dramas the point of period dramas is is exactly the sets and the and the and let's say battlefields or these big lavish courts but that's not the th- thrust of bharate coach it's it's about the spirit you know it's about what uh, the the essential ideas essential uh, sentiments of indian civilization and how most for the most part how individuals carry it so even in let's say in a, in a shivaji episode or a krishnadevaraya episode or a ashoka episode which are about uh, or akbar you know these episodes even these episodes which were uh, these are you know rulers set against this large canvas the large canvas is actually not that important in bharate because it's actually what it's actually the individuals that matter, that really matter uh, and of course when you come to modern history i think if i'm not if i'm not wrong aloknath played vivekananda so there are these episodes on yes. ramakrishna paramahamsa vivekananda on or gandhi yeah. versus raja ramohan rao which are entirely about the individual itself so it's almost inevitable that they're going to have uh, really really long dialogues and um, and 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 sequences where the, it's 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 entirely you know the entire burden is shouldered by that one individual for that for that whole episode right yeah uh, and uh, the episode on gandhi if, if i'm i'm not sure if i'm right but uh, he doesn't really show mahatma gandhi if i'm right in that uh, the the idea is shown by the impact of gandhi on the people on the grassroots level so there uh, you show how untouchability is being uh fought uh, you show the agitations against the british raj uh, you show a lot of these things but the the person really doesn't come uh, on the screen for a in that entire episode uh, they even show the one harikatha being presented in a village where mahatma gandhi is portrayed as a uh, as a divine incarnation for people to know who mahatma gandhi is i don't know whether these things actually happened then but uh, the fact that the mythologizing of gandhi happened in his own time uh, comes through this episode the, the what we were just talking about a while back that we don't want our heroes to have any flaws whatsoever we want them to be perfect individuals uh, some of these things are shown by benegal in the episodes on gandhi and it's very beautiful that how uh, without showing the character he could show the impact of the person and even the buddha, episodes on buddha he really he doesn't show buddha's face um it's buddha is shown always from the side or from behind um adding to the mystique of the person or the character of the character wonderful i think yes and uh, uh, with regard to that question if such mythologization of gandhi happened very well happened in in tamil nadu i can vouch for it because there are harikathas there are gummis and you know kolatams that are based on gandhi's life written in 1930s 1933 34 and all of that which are available for okay. free access free access in tamil virtual university and they uh, i've downloaded some and kept and it's very interesting how this process works so yes it wow. is accurate okay, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, <laughs> uh, i think i mean as as the last conversation between revanth and you <clears throat> i think it summarizes what how we how the how this whole series starts you know it's not just about the land 
it's not just about you know uh, the i mean it is about the individual but it's not just about the individual it's about what this whole 53 episode carries as a common thread and as who as the question uh, nehru starts with in his book and the series starts kon hai bharat mata who is bharat mata and aap sabhi hai bharat mata i mean and i think every every individual episode every individual character and every every thought stream of thought that comes across through these uh, 50 odd episodes is bharat mata and i think that way uh, it is achieved what uh, i mean what was Uh, you know attempted by nehru in a in a perhaps yes. even a grander and and you know better sense i would say uh, because of time and yeah. availability of resources and things like that yeah. and i think uh, the very fact that it is a book uh, that was written when he was in jail and he he and it was you know he didn't have much access to uh, academic or popular whatever resources i mean it's just something that from his readings something that he writes and uh, and something that we are talking about it even after 100 years i mean almost 80 years is is fascinating right and uh, i think that that's the whole uh, uh, you know uh, crux of discovery of india i think yeah prateek see uh, see history as a student of history uh, both of you will you know agree that history is a constantly evolving process how we look at it changes over time now he uh, nehru wrote it in 45 mm-hmm. and the series was made in 88 It's more than 30 years after he wrote it so uh, on one hand there is roshan seth who is presenting nehru's point of view and there is ompuri in his narration who is presenting benegal's thoughts now it's 30 years since bharat ek khoj and we are talking about that series so uh, there is certain just as sham benegal reexamined certain things that nehru wrote at that time uh, i'm sure today people will reexamine not just what nehru wrote but also the series and uh, that is how a work of art lives on you know with uh, with appreciation with criticism it has it gets its share from both sides and that is amazing yes and yes thank you so much for that i think that that wonderfully concludes this whole you know uh, since we've been speaking for around uh, 45 minutes and yes revan uh yeah i think that's 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 uh, uh all i had to ask and i think we this is a great uh, to and fro i think we uh, i was able to share what i love pratik was able to share about him about his own love and arjun of course he's he's the omni uh, she and one when it comes to this so <laughs> uh we have been very generous with your words that's all i'll say <laughs> yeah. uh, arjun for those uh, you know listeners who perhaps haven't ventured into watching uh, uh, bharat ek khoj if you have to give them a one liner to say you know just go watch it for this what would it be you won't find this on television hereafter so you really have to go to youtube and watch this or if it is being aired on doordarshan ever you can you need to you know what a historical actually is you need to watch bharat ek khoj um, in fact i was fantasy game that you find today on television In in at different points in my schooling life, I was shown that film, uh, shown episodes of Bharat Ek Khoj in history classes. So, uh, uh, I mean that's 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 one advertising advertising that I could do, and uh, and I, and as a history uh, enthusiast, and it's it it is it is it is really a treat, I would say. Definitely, so, and uh, 
if nothing this can be a starting point in knowing something in greater detail you can disagree with that you can agree with yeah. it but this is an excellent starting point for you to start exploring the subject that's definitely there whether you uh, you need not be a historian to get into this you can be a layman it's actually made for a layman i think um, also it's like i would i mean i don't know we were supposed to conclude but we were still going on with our thoughts um, but you know at a time when histories you know i i've seen this facebook post recently uh, yeah. i mean i i mean but i but i'm glad you gave us all these uh, caveats arjun that you know uh, we we look at the uh, we try to we try to it's it's almost natural for us to be nostalgic right so i think we might tend to overlook some of its own bharat ekos inaccuracies and its, and its shortcomings which probably even the filmmakers were aware of uh, but despite that you know uh, on facebook recently i was seeing this facebook uh, of, of, of this post which said help us identify the problems that are history, history textbook let's reclaim them or something like that so in so there is a clear sort of uh, ousting of merit right historical merit or uh, accuracy by experts the expertise being is, is being dethroned on the other hand to give way to what's populist what is most popular what is what people want to hear in history at, at, at a time like that to see uh, the names of champak lakshmi or irfan habib uh, you know rs sharma i think uh, as historical consultants for a show is is just so touching for a person who reads histories you know we read them in history books but then on while the while the you know when uh, as the nasiya nasudiya sutta translated translated to hindi in hindi uh, is playing on screen with this red rose you know uh, on screen with, with the black background you have the names of these people falling on screen it's, it's just so so touching and it's you know i mean this is just it's just fantastic to look at really that's that's very true that's very true i think that that's a wonderful thought and yes yeah. as as the as the episode of uh, of um, you know bharat eko gens uh, i'll also end with this question kasmai devaya havisha vide mahu do we all propitiate